Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Did I hear you sniff? Yeah, I thought I did. I thought I did. <laughs> I'm not even looking at you right this very minute because I was trying to pull up a story. It is totally under the radar. Self-consciously, like my subconscious took over. And again, you were muted again, and I unmuted you, and then I heard. I was. I didn't even know when you unmuted me. Didn't, yeah. didn't know. I just your nose did. Your instinct, DNA did. Instinct. Yeah. Time to sniff. I don't know. Time to sniff. Good Lord. Anywho. Um, all right. So got a couple of stories, a couple of news stories, a literal hard hitting news story, which um, I find fascinating. Same. The balloon over Montana. Right. Right. So there's a supposed spy balloon drifting over the United States. Um, let's see. Where's that other? There was another story that just popped over. Let me grab it real quick, too, because that's what I was trying to find was I was like, dang it, where'd that other story go that I had? that uh, just answered to it. But the, the weird part is, is a second balloon has been spotted and it's in Canada heading this way. What? Yeah. Okay. I figured you could probably answer these questions or have more insight on them than I do with being the circles mm-hmm. that you run in. We'll see what, what do. Why is it even a question that we're let, we're not shooting that down? Right. Okay. So the reason why, according to the reports that I've seen on this, and trust me, okay, I'm not hard hitting journalist here. I'm just like grabbing a few news stories from a couple of sources and and trying to put some pieces together. Yeah. Um, the president uh, said that he was he considered it and talked to General Milley, and he was advised not to because of the potential for damage from de- debris hitting the ground. And I'm like, it's in Montana. Right. It couldn't be in a better place to shoot it down. Right. I mean, literally, as far as hitting people. Um, and I think if you let people know, you could probably do something. I don't know. Or make I would think so. I mean, especially the, the farther south it goes, you're going to have more people. And right now, it, you can get somebody from NASA involved because they can take a, a rocket ship, can go up in the air and come right back down. They know exactly where it's going to land and everything. There are smart enough people in the government. They could figure out when the best time would be to hit. The, I just can't believe we're not shooting it down. It blows me I, away. I I'm I call Elon. Right. right? Yeah, Holly Elon. Let's find out what's going on here. Um, what, what can we do about it? They said this balloon is is a large surveillance balloon. The vessel is about the size of three buses. I don't know how to make that into a balloon, but it's roughly the size of three. Buses. In in respect to the the land, relatively small for where it could land, like in Montana. Right? Yeah, three buses won't take up a lot, depending on how they shoot it down. Um, maybe you just need to pop it. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, <laughs> you just pop it. <laughs> Could be the easy way to go. Uh, but a, another story that just came down this morning uh, said China 
uh, now saying, oh, this is report repeated. Actually, this came out yesterday afternoon. So uh, the balloon spotted over American airspace actually is used for weather research and was blown off course, according to China. Uh, the discovery further strains already tense relations between Washington and Beijing. Pentagon deciding not to shoot down the balloon, which was um, potentially flying over. Sen- and, and, and might add, Montana has one of the most sensitive, like top five uh, military installations in Montana. Um, the news came as, uh, okay, also state, uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, he was expected to make his first trip to Beijing this weekend. Awkward. Um, <laughs> so this thing was blown off course. It was blown off course. That's like what from China to Montana, and they didn't have a heads up to say, hey, maybe we should let those guys know that there's a balloon right? that's on there. Their balloon drivers suck that bad. Is it a man? They, really? They suck that bad that it is. And another one's heading this direction from Oh, Canada. my gosh. That's the so crazy think, part. So two of them got blown off, of course, then. There were two of them. And lot. then another report that came out, too. Let me find this other one here because it was talking about the balloon. There was a, a post in here that was really interesting. Um. And it said something about that it, it served no danger. It was no, no threat. Oh, here we go. Chinese state media also made a report. And this is from a, a Twitter account called Global Times, which is a China state-affiliated media. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, the balloon itself is a big target. If balloons from other countries could really enter continental U.S. smoothly or even enter the sky over certain states, it only proves that the U.S. air defense system is completely a decoration and cannot be trusted. I agree 100 percent. I agree. And, the, and that if it came from over Canada and Canada didn't even know about it, like how how did they not even know about it? Not yeah, that their defenses Canada. are better than ours, but still, I, I don't it, trust Canada, though. I like the people. I don't trust their government. <laughs> I don't know. It's just there's something just feels weird because about it. There were stories, and I know, tell me, say what you want. That's okay. Um, but there were stories about a year or two ago, maybe a little bit more. But there are a couple of uh, training facilities, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast in Canada, um, that the Chinese were using because it offered weather conditions that they weren't able to duplicate or replicate in China for their military. For their military. They're oh. military in Canada. <laughs> Look it up. You'll see. I, Go ahead. I, I, I mean, I'm whatever. I believe I believe some of that. I believe you're afraid, you. you're afraid not to believe me. I know it. I am. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. Sorry. Like, damn it. That's just crazy enough to be true. I have just a- enough, enough, enough little enough in there. Know, it's weird. crazy. And they say also another thing is that it's highing, it, it's flying so high up, 35,000 feet. Um and and they also said that it's actually only not able to see anything on the ground. It can only see something about the satellites that it's tracking. And everybody's like, wait, wait, it's track, it's with satellites. So there's satellites up there too that it's tracking with. What are they? What do they say? So they're trying to reassure people that at first it was a weather balloon. And then the other report is, oh, but actually, even if it was a surveillance balloon, it actually can't see anything on the ground. So don't worry about it. I mean, that, and that's BS because f- airlines fly at 30,000 feet and you can see cars. So 5,000 yeah. more feet is not a big deal. I mean, and also it, it's China. Like nobody believes what they say. No, they don't. They so, don't. So the fact that we're not doing anything or that we're taking whatever, for whatever reason, not deciding to go ahead and take this thing out. The balloon, they said, has moved over to the Midwest. So it's no longer over Montana. 
as of this morning, according to U.S. officials, said it's it's not going to run out of fuel since it has solar panels. The official also said that the balloon steers by rudder and it corkscrews around to slow its progress over land. But the jet stream is also moving it across the United States. The Pentagon still considering ways to dispose of it. But again, grave concerns about the damage it would cause if it fell to Earth. I don't know. I think it's BS. I would never wait till it gets over the desert and shoot it out. Shoot There's it over no the desert. desert. Well, down, if it keeps going south. It's not. It's heading over the Midwest. So it went from Montana and contended east. Continued oh. east, southeast, kind of. So, yeah. I don't know where the other balloon is, though. The one in Canada that they said is heading this way. I don't know what part of Canada that's in. So they, they should be able to time it so it could land in one of the Great Lakes, maybe if it goes over the Great Lakes, something. Perfect. I don't know. Right. But no. Yeah. But then there's fish. You know, yeah. don't want <laughs> to kill any trout. <laughs> it's cold enough. The trout should be deep. Right. Yeah. Right. You think so. <laughs> so anyway, so, uh, yeah, that was that's kind of the big story. Everybody's kind of following along to see what's going on, um, because it just seems well, as one person pointed out. What do you think would happen if a weather balloon from the United States flew over China? Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> what right? would we expect? Right. Exactly what they should expect. Mm -hmm. But now I'm that report that China put out as hurtful as it is, because it's like, oh, that, hey, you know, call in our defense decoration. But you have, you know, like, well, well, <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> maybe, well, maybe it's maybe like it some is. people that just have a sticker in their window that says, mm -hmm. you know, monitored. Yeah. And there's no alarm system, but you don't know it mm -hmm. until you break in. Right. So and they broke in and we're not doing anything about it. So and we're not doing anything. We don't even have a little dog barking. Hmm. <laughs> nope. So so there's that. Um, let's see here. What other big story? Oh, another story that popped up, too. Is And I've seen this floating around, and if this tweet was put out, it's not there anymore. But I've seen enough people that kind of have good followings that have reposted this, and I'm starting to wonder, they got screenshots. Jack, Jack, stop. They've got screenshots, <laughs> and it says that celebrities, uh, the Academy tweeted, we support Hollywood striking until everyone is vaccinated. That's creepy. Yeah. And then I've seen it reposted, but striking it's just like not giving any entertainment to everybody until everybody in the country is vaccinated. Not working. Nobody working. Okay, go ahead. Nope. Go. So knock yourself out. Right. Go ahead. No, don't, you know, unbelievable. It kind of, right. it yeah. kind of sucks if I'm sure it's that a certain small, super small percentage of people that want this. And who, if they did, they never will. But if they did, it would hurt all the key grips, all the people behind the scenes, all the catering exactly. people, all that. Those are the people that it would hurt. Like it always does. What what award shows is coming up? Is it Golden Globes or something? Uh, or? I think Golden Globes already happened. I have no idea. Oscars? Oscars are, Oscars are coming up. Maybe they're yeah. coming up or something like that. Because there was, there was some discussion about the fact that everybody, uh, not they don't have to be vaccinated in the audience to be there. And they think the reason why the, the scuttlebutt behind the scenes is that there's apparently somebody they want to be there very badly who will not get vaccinated. And if they want them there, then they can't require everybody to be vaccinated like they've done in the past. They can't require it and they don't require masking either, which has been the interesting 
<laughs> um, optic <laughs> of the show that it's well okay if you're famous enough you don't have to <laughs> it won't it won't get you if you're famous it's okay we're and we want you here we want you here because so they obviously good. want them there bad enough that the politics of it can kind of be pushed aside mm -hmm. so there are some people who are mad about it because they did get vaccinated because they were told to in order to do the things in hollywood they wanted to do and now that's starting to be you know, loosened up a little bit. So the, this whole deal, I don't know the, the Academy stepping forward and saying that I find kind of interesting because they're the reason that that came down for the event that and not everybody had to be vaccinated. So if Hollywood wants to strike because of it, you're right. They're only going to hurt one group of people. Mm -hmm. They're not going to hurt the people that are doing all the work. Nope. Nope. And that's so, that's so stupid. They know they will, that yeah. will never happen. Never, ever, ever happen. Just insane. Just crazy. Um, let's see here. What else is going on? There was, oh, Ellen had a vow renewal party. Oh, that's uh, cool. Portia. That's and nice. um, the Duke and Duchess were there, or former Duke and Duchess. H&M. Oh. Were invited to that. And they went? There's a, there's a group picture of everybody, and he's like on one far side of the room, and she's on the other side of the room in the picture. It looks, it's just weird, because it's kind of like you would think, in their position, if they were still royals, somebody would be handling that to make sure that uh, the appearances looked proper and that everybody had a second to get everybody put in their proper position and they were placed appropriately for the picture. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of in the background. Um, but they, they did get to go. And apparently there's also a documentary coming out. Uh, somebody had posted this on one of the Meghan Markle uh, rants. Um, something about somebody said Meghan Markle never had a Hollywood career because everybody is saying how she wants to get back to Hollywood. <laughs> and so somebody said, hey, there's going to be an entire documentary coming out and it's going to be released comparing her with Grace Kelly. Shut up. Grace Kelly was an Oscar winner who married what and became because he Prince Rainier. Right. Um, and, and, and so there's apparently they're working on this. I don't know. Uh, others jumped in uh, saying, well, they should do something about comparing her to Wallace Simpson, but Wallace S Simpson had higher values. Oh, geez. <laughs> and I, we talked about, I liked Suits. Suits was a good show and she was a fine, I was a fine actress. Like it wasn't where you looked at her like, oh, you are terrible. And maybe if she had kept going and going and not gotten into this craziness, maybe she yeah. would have gotten better and better. So I, yeah. she wasn't like a terrible actress. She's no, not Grace Kelly. No, not no. no. She was she was exactly where she should be. She was really good where she was. Suits was not a bad show. No, it wasn't the way I remember it. I don't remember. It was kind of campy, others. and I mean, it was good. It wasn't you know like Criminal Minds or anything, but it was, it was yeah. a good show. Yeah, so kind of interesting. So there's yeah. that little nugget. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Oh, I did have one that might kind of shock you. Oh, real quick, I was going to grab this too. Lisa Marie Presley, there's a straight, of course, there's all these stories coming out about her. Um, apparently, did you know that when she married Michael Jackson, um, they snuck away to get married? They they took off and they got married some island somewhere. Um, but her mom did not like him, Priscilla Presley. And that apparently caused a problem between them for years. That oh. whole, what, what are they were married for? What, like two years or something like that? Yeah. Um, but the story goes into kind of talking about this. Because when she was 16 was when Michael Jackson first reached out to Priscilla about taking her and Lisa Marie to dinner. 
And Michael was 25 at the time. I can understand why a mom would would think that's creepy and then go on yeah. to get married and think there's something weird about it. I cannot completely understand that. And they, it's Michael they, Jackson. He's a weirdo. He was a weirdo. The, it, when they got married in 94, he took her to the Dominican Republic. She was 26 then. And he took her to the Dominican Republic. And it was just days after she got divorced from Danny Keough. Um, and then she called home and let her mom know that she got married. And her mom was, I guess, according to people around her, devastated because she absolutely believed from the first time that he ever met her, that he had been technically grooming her mm -hmm. uh, be to, to for this moment because he was so infatuated with her dad. Yeah. A mom knows she has an intuition and she yeah. went with her gut. And I completely understand all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And he yeah. probably was. He like we said, he was a weirdo. He was right in the middle of all the controversy that first time around that had to do with the the charges. I think that was all still going on at that time. Yeah. I mean, you I don't care who you are. You bring a, somebody home that is that has that going on in their life or has ever had that going on in their life and your parents will probably have an issue. Uh, exactly. And Lisa Marie's quote was something about um I thought I could save him is is basically because he was in that trouble and she believed in him, obviously. Again, back to Priscilla's notion that she'd been kind of, uh, her mind had been twisted a little bit to believe that, you know, and, and she thought she could help him by marrying him with the charges to kind of get rid of people's make interest him in him in that way, make it, you know, kind of like, look over here, don't look at that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I, I would have a problem if I was her, I would have had a problem with him and the whole situation also. Yeah, right in the midst of it, absolutely yep, for sure. Um, all right. So, did you have anything you want you wanted to to talk about today? You What's know, going on? We have had I like honestly, I was thinking about this this morning. So I just I went to um, Coffee and Cream Live at Hale Varsity Club this morning with Damon mm -hmm. Benning and Andrew. Rogers. They had breakfast with Damon Benning and and Andrew Rogers, right? They did yes, and it was um, it, uh, biscuits and gravy and potatoes and eggs and bacon and glorious. By the glorious, way. and they're going to be doing that the first and third Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I is that right? Yes, first and so, third Friday. First and third Friday month. So if y'all want to go to breakfast and go see DB and, and meet Andrew and the whole crew and see where they do the radio show, absolutely plan on that. Yep. That's only 10 That's bucks. A lot of fun. So What's good. That? It was like 10, it's 10 bucks for breakfast. And, and you get coffee. a CDB. And That's a, a steal. Yeah. You buy breakfast and they throw DB in for free. <laughs> a side of DB. A so side I, of DB. I was thinking about this on the way from Hell Varsity Club up to the office is that like this week, because today, is like last week was the day that Beth choked. And oh, yeah. it was so just thinking about every like we haven't done anything. We've gone shopping and we've but last night we sat on the couch and we talked for like four hours, just didn't watch TV. Just you guys have done that three nights this week. I know that's what I mean. We haven't done anything. You know, we you, haven't done you, anything. We we just talked and we and it's not even about what what, what happened. It's just like we just haven't gone home and put on our comfy pants for the 26th night in a row, shut, turned the TV on and watched Housewives. We just sat and talked and laughed and played games. And so we haven't really done anything, but yeah, we've done a lot, if that makes sense. So no, I have nothing to bring to the table. Than, <laughs> in other words, in other words, I have nothing no, to bring to the table. I don't no. got, I got nothing. Right. All right. Well, I got <laughs> long way to go to, I have nothing. That's another one. Look over here. Don't look over there. <laughs> uh, okay. There is something kind of cool and it involves what happened last Friday. Mm -hmm. So we had talked about that. We talked, met our on through messenger, met the guy that saved her and everything yeah. and, and has since uh, like become Facebook friends or whatever. And the picture, one, the first picture that, that Beth saw on his 
profile, whatever, is a, ironically enough, a picture of him sitting in a vehicle looking out the window. And she got, she said, that's exactly what I remember. Cause it's in a, oh, yeah. he's in a car looking out the window at him. And he wasn't like smiling in the picture. He was yeah. kind of looking and it like gave her goosebumps instantly. She's like, that is exactly what I saw when I knew I needed help. And is so crazy? Like, yeah, it's super cool. That's neat. That's neat. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are friends. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Lori. Nice to see you guys. Um, all right. So I have one for you. It's going to make you feel old. Okay. But I got to do it because it just, I can't believe this. Uh, this was just put out a couple days ago, January 31st. 35 years ago, January 31st, 1988, was when the Wonder Years pilot aired following the Super Bowl 22. Loved that show. Was a freshman in high school in 88. Crazy. Get this. The series. Well, the, yeah, you were like, it yeah. was like, I guess the it was January, January of 88. So I would have been, uh, I would have been a, in eighth grade. So. Eighth grade. Yeah. And these guys were probably about that. And I had hair like grade. Fred Savage too. That's why <laughs> yes! I, when I saw that, I'm like, I had hair like Fred Savage back in the day. I'm like, I look like that kid. <laughs> <laughs> so get this though, the show in the description, the series depicts events 20 years earlier in 1968. A show today would be set in 2003. Oh, puke. That's what makes you feel old. Ah! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What would you even do? That was, that, you know, you think the difference between 68 and 88 was massive. To me, the difference between 03 and 23. Isn't that, it's not real, not really. Anything. Not a whole lot. I mean, there's no MySpace. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, it, like clothing Phones. wise, I don't. Yeah, like the last big, huge uh, that I can remember, and I'm not a fashion guy, but like if you look, when you think of the decades, you think of fashion, you think of music. To me, music hasn't changed much since 2003. Um, but like the biggest like fashion change, trend change was like from grunge to like not grunge anymore. Like grunge yeah. is the last full 90s. like wide, everybody's dressing this specific way. It's called something. Yeah. And I don't think, is there one now? I don't know it if it is. If anybody knows, let us know. Because I'm thinking like, you know, in the 80s, everything was big hair, fluorescent colors, uh, Madonna with 10,000 necklaces or 42 yeah. bracelets and bows in your hair. And um, in the 70s, we had like, um, what do you call them? Elephant pants? What were they called? The wide leg pants, hip huggers, uh, brown, yellow, gold, orange uh, stripes. I remember the bell, you know, color bell bottoms. They were bell elephant bottoms. Pants. Elephant pants. Elephant pants is also what they call them. I think elephant legs. They were elephant like elephant pants because then they cover up your whole shoe when you stood still and you're and you have like stupid wedgies on, but the pants were long enough they covered up the whole shoe and they just mm. touched the ground. <sighs> right, Tara, right. Tara, Nikki. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm sorry. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I'm just like 2003 there's not what would you write about I guess it reality TV had just started it was right after 9-11 yeah um, that, that kind of stuff I don't, yeah other than that I don't know nothing don't to know me defines that decade really like visually no 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 teen spirit no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I did hear a commercial the other day though that had, and I I could not believe this. It the music that they used. I, I guarantee most people had no idea what it was. Um, anybody remember Sergio Mendez? Yes. That song that they hit big with. That was the song that was used in the commercial. And I'm like, and it came out like in the '80s sometime. I don't remember when, but if you get a chance, I think it was the only song they ever had that was a hit, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I don't remember any other Probably. song from them. It was in a commercial. They were using the music 
in the commercial. And I'm like, I, that took me back. Cause I haven't heard that song in yeah. ages. Um, for most people to be like, Oh, that's interesting. It's like, no, look, that was like a hot song. Mm -hmm. It was a really good song. Yeah. But crazy shit, crazy shit. So, well, that, that's kind of all I got really. I mean, just nods and ends. We'll keep our eye on the balloon. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the title of today's episode too. Just keep your eye on the balloon. Uh, thank you guys yeah. for popping in on our live. We do it every week. Um, if you're listening to this, don't forget, we do have a, uh, a live every Friday. And then if you're listening, subscribe, <laughs> rate, review, and share with your friends while you're keeping an eye on that mm -hmm. balloon. Yep, absolutely, guys. Thanks so much. Yep. And have a great weekend. See you back here on Monday. See you guys. I'm not sniffing. I don't believe you. <laughs> Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.